0: The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you that authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origins we are afraid of the crowd for all regard John as a prophet so they answered Jesus we do not know and he said to them neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things what do you think a man had two sons he went to the first and said son Go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and he went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your mind and believe him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So who remembers Holy Week? It's not a trick question. Believe it or not, Palm Sunday, which marks the beginning of Holy Week, was April 5th just a little less than six months ago. A little over six months ago, on March 13th, our congregation and many around us moved worship online and closed our buildings in a faithful effort to manage the novel coronavirus impact in our community. None of us imagined that we would still be managing life in a pandemic six months later, but here we are. And while autumn's arrival helps us mark time and distances us even farther from springtime, this year especially, it feels like Holy Week happened a very, very long time ago. But today's gospel is a Holy Week text. On Palm Sunday, our attention turns to the triumphant procession that carries Jesus into Jerusalem. But this gospel takes place on what we call Holy Monday, the day following Jesus' arrival in the royal city. And as we listen to this gospel text, it's helpful to place it in the context of the days that preceded Jesus' arrest and execution. It isn't surprising to hear, then, that the religious leaders questioned Jesus' authority. These same leaders had questioned his disciples about why he ate with tax collectors and sinners, and why they didn't fast, and why he healed on the Sabbath. They were convinced his authority came from the devil, Matthew tells us they were angry after hearing the shouts of hosannas the day before. And so now, fueled by their resentment and their fear, they confront Jesus, hoping to expose him as a charlatan, a fraud. And instead, he reveals their own hypocrisy. Jesus tells the leaders he will answer their question if they will answer his. Similar to Socratic questioning where the teacher probes the student's knowledge with questions, Jesus poses his own question to search for the truth. But instead of answering truthfully, the leaders hem and haw arguing about which answer is best. They could answer that the baptism of John came from heaven and consequently admit that they denied the evidence of God's power at work in front of them. Or they could deny God's power was at work in John and incur the wrath of the people who saw him as a prophet. When they realized that neither answer would get them the result that they wanted, they chose not to answer at all, telling Jesus, we don't know. Jesus wasn't fooled. They didn't like the evidence before them, but they knew the answer. They didn't like what telling the truth would cost them, so they lived the lie. When the leaders wouldn't answer him, Jesus tells them the parable of the two sons, clearly comparing these leaders to the second son, the one who feigned obedience and told his father he would go to to work in the vineyard, but he never went. Like the leaders, that son had the right words. He was courteous and he was respectful but his actions were empty. In contrast, the first son answered truthfully, no, I won't go. Jesus doesn't tell us how the father reacted in that moment, but he does tell us that later this son changed his mind. The Greek here is he repented, and after he repented, he followed his father's instructions and did his father's work. Jesus compares the tax collectors and prostitutes to this son. These same sinners who had drawn the leader's criticism earlier in Jesus' ministry aren't the people who spend all day in the temple court or church. They don't know the prayers, they don't follow the rules, and they don't show the religious leaders the respect and reverence they feel they're entitled to. But they do see the truth in John's proclamation, and they follow Jesus. And Jesus says they are the ones who will go into the kingdom of God before the so-called religious leaders who have failed to recognize God's power at work, first through John and then in Jesus Jesus' question, which of these did the will of his Father, invites us to reflect on how we respond to God. When have we said yes, but not lived out that yes? When have we claimed the name Christian, but forgotten to follow Christ? When have we been unwilling to give the unpopular answer because it will be uncomfortable or inconvenient? When have we refused to let God change us? When have we rejected the ways God is at work because accepting God's transformative love for all is disruptive I expect most of us recognize times when we have followed more closely in the footsteps of the chief priests and the elders than we have followed Jesus our sinful nature turns us and our attention in on ourselves and our self-preservation turns us away from God the good news here is that we can repent change our minds and our hearts think differently and go to work in the vineyard doing our Father's work in God's kingdom here on earth let us pray good and gracious god thank you for your son jesus who came into this world revealing your power and authority forgive us when we become captive to fear resentment and self-centeredness especially when it hurts your beloved children help us see how you are changing lives in our congregation and in our community and drawing people to you Put us to work in your kingdom here on earth. Amen.